Dear Jesus, I come to you right now, and I thank you for this day and for the ability to continue recording these podcasts for you. Um, I pray that as we dive into the life of Job, that you show us that um, we need to praise you not only in the good times, but also in the bad times. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. All right. Welcome to the Crimson and Cream Christians. Uh, We are the Crimson and Cream Christians here at OU, but we represent Christians on all college campuses. Uh, As always, I'm Will, and today we have Joe. Hello. Except we don't have Connor. No, we don't. He might show up later, but we'll see. Um, So let's let's start by talking about that game on Saturday, the OU game. So I kind of have a unique perspective on that (laughs) because... You know, Monday, last Monday was my birthday. You know, shout out Big 19. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I got a ticket for the SMU game, and I showed up, and I stayed for about probably four minutes through the beginning of the fourth yeah, you quarter did. before I just started to – I was dying of thirst, and so I went to go grab a water. And it took me, no exaggeration, probably close to 15 minutes – to get to where I could buy a water just because the ramps were so crowded. Mm-hmm. And by that point, I was hot, I was tired, I was ready to go home. So I was like, I just decided to leave. Fair but I got enough. to see our first touchdown. Yeah, so you that's did. all that matters. The first of not as many as I thought, to be honest. Um, I stayed there the whole game, and there's the. I. Those refs. Those were not good refs, let me tell you. Um. I, not to bash on them, but there was a decent amount of calls that they made that I personally would not have made. But also, I will give them the benefit of the doubt, those are trained professionals, and I'm not. So, like, at the same time, I can't complain, but at the same time, I am complaining. Um, because I personally didn't like some of those calls. But at the end of the day, we still won. Um, so did. that's good. So we're 2-0, going to face Tulsa, um, which will, which by the time this episode comes out, that game will already be done, and I'm sure we will win tremendously. Yes, we will. Um, so that's something great to look forward to. Did you know that I worked with a few of the Tulsa players on really? the football team? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. When, when did that happen? Just over the summer, we would hire a moving company, and several of their movers were on the football team. Oh, okay. So it was always super fun to get to work with them. Nice. That is cool. And then you turned 19, Joe. Yes, I did. So how how does it feel that you're older than me again? <laughs> it feels amazing. <laughs> uh, Connor and I had a bunch of different surprises that we planned for Joe's birthday. Yes, they did. Um, we had lots of confetti things. We had like a confetti gun, and then we had like those twist confetti cannons that work by like a spring. So that that was fun. Um, we drove around to multiple McDonald's to try and find the McDonald's birthday cake. And our third and final try, the McDonald's that we went to sold the cake. The first two didn't actually sell the cake. But the final McDonald's did sell the cake, except they were sold out. And that they, was so was disappointing. So sad. But at least now we know which McDonald's has the birthday cake, so we can go back at some point and actually hopefully get it. Yes, and I also feel like we should mention that Will like paid for like a <laughs> video that 
editing Wilk and insert right here. <laughs> but this video was absolutely hilarious. Uh, yeah, so you'll you'll only hear the audio of it, but um, rundown. It's basically a bunch of African American men, um, <laughs> all standing in a line, and they have a picture of Joe that I sent in, which for pod in a podcast, there's no way you can put a picture in it. Um, but it was them saying uh, like a funny lines that I gave them and then they danced to I'm Just Ken from the Barbie movie um, which, which perfect song choice by the way <laughs> yes 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 the Barbie movie was really big this summer and Joe loved every second of it yes I did so I had to, had to put that in there happy birthday Joe happy birthday Joe big man big man but all right let's get in to the main thing of today and today i want to start off with a verse first first thessalonians 5, 16, 16 through 18, which says, Always be joyful, never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. And um, I was reading a Bible plan on the Bible app called Sing as One, and it's about Life Church Worship's new album that they put out and how all some of their songs, most of their, all of their songs, came from different Bible verses in the Bible. And I really liked this one. It's called Thank You, and it's based off of the verse that I just read. So let's listen to it. Enemies lies or in the shadow of every 
your praise Depression can't take this song from me Fear will never drain these lungs Praise is still rising up They won't slow this down Pity can't take this peace from me Nothing can stop us now Cause praise is still pouring out Come on! Sickness can't stop your praise Depression can't Part of the song that goes sickness can't stop your praise depression can't take this song from me fear will never drain these loves lungs praise is still rising up pain won't slow this down panic can't take this peace from me nothing can stop us now because praise is still pouring out um i just love that bridge because it basically covers all the bases like when you're sick depressed scared uh in pain or panicking there's nothing that will stop you from praising God, which is really important. And that leads me to um, the story of Job in the Bible. And that's a long book that I have written a lot of stuff down. So we're just going to tank through it. And all of the specific verses that I say will be in the description. Oh, along with, of course, along with the link to the album Sing as One by Life Church, which has this song in it and a lot of other great songs. But... Let's get into Job. There once was a man named Job. He was blameless, a man of complete integrity. He feared God and stayed away from evil. Um, so then later on, uh, Satan randomly appears to the Lord, and the Lord says, Where have you come from? Satan answered the Lord, I have been patrolling on earth, watching everything that's going on. Then the Lord asked Satan, Have you noticed my servant Job? He is the finest man in all the earth. He is blameless, a man of complete integrity. He fears God and stays away from evil. Satan replied to the Lord, Yes, but Job has good reason to fear God. You have always put a wall of protection around him and his home and his property. You have made him prosper in everything he does. Look how rich he is. But reach out and take away everything he has, and he will surely curse you to your face. All right, you may test him, the Lord says to Satan. Do whatever you want with everything he possesses, but don't harm him physically. So Satan left the Lord's presence, and he struck Job with terrible boils from head to foot. 
Job scraped his skin with a piece of broken pottery as he sat among the ashes. His wife said to him, Are you still trying to maintain your integrity? Curse God and die. But Job replied, You talk like a foolish woman. Should we accept only good things from the hand of God and never any ba- anything bad? So in all this, Job said nothing wrong. My spirit is... Cr- and then later, uh, later things keep going on in Job's life, and his life just keeps getting worse and worse. But Job says, My spirit is crushed, and my life is nearly snuffed out. The grave is ready to receive me. I am surrounded by mockers. I wash how bitterly they taunt me. You must defend my innocence, O God, since no one else will stand up for me. You have closed their minds to understanding, but do not let them triumph. Uh, He also says, But as for me, I know that my Redeemer lives, and he will stand upon the earth at last, and after my body has decayed, yet in my body I will see God. Uh, He also says, But he knows where I am going, and when he tests me, I will come out as pure as gold. For I have stayed on God's path, I have followed his ways, and not turned aside. I have not departed from his commands, but have treasured his words more than daily food. But once he has made his decision, who can change his mind? Whatever he wants to do, he does. And finally, at towards the end of the chapter, the Lord um, asks Job like a whole bunch of questions. And Job replied to the Lord, I know that you can do anything and no one can stop you. When Job prayed for his friends, the Lord restored his fortunes. In fact, the Lord gave him twice as much as before. Job lived 140 years after that, living to see four generations of his children and grandchildren. Then he died an old man who had lived a long, full life. So in that story, we see how Satan sees Job as um, a guy who is only fearing and praising God because he has a good life. So the Lord lets Satan test Job. And so Job makes Satan, or nope, Job does not make Satan's life. Satan makes Job's life just pretty much terrible for anyone. He's like so awful. Like he is living the worst life. He loses. Uh, so you his, didn't mention before the story. It kind of describes, like in Job chapter, I want to say one. It describes mm-hmm. kind of what Job's life was like. Yeah, he was a very respectable man in the community. He had. Like, I want to say like a dozen kids or a lot of kids, a beautiful wife, like dozens of servants and thousands of like ox and sheep, which right. is like, bro, was basically like Bill Gates rich <laughs> back in the day. And he like loses it all, like yes. literally to the point to where he doesn't even have the clothes on his back anymore. Like his whole family's dead. All of his cattle have been stolen. All of his servants have been slaughtered. His house has been crushed. Like, bro literally lost everything. But in all of that, he still praised God. And I'm going to be completely honest with you. If I was naked in the streets with nothing to, nothing to my name, I probably wouldn't praise God at that point. Like, if I, which is something I definitely need to work on, is praising God, um, even in the bad times. Um, which, you know, I, I've definitely worked on that. Like, there have been times in my life, um, for example, last week, uh, 
something bad happened or something it wasn't bad it was just pretty really disappointing and kind of discouraging happened and all I did during that time that I was discouraged was I went to my dorm and I read a book um and like this book it's called Cave Time by Jeff Voss Voth and it's about um how to be a man for God so it had bible verses and stuff in it um but that was my form of praising God in the bad times, you know? Mm. Is there, do you have any, like, thing to add on to that, Joe? Like, any examples? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I have several examples, but I mean, none that really just popped to mind like that, because that's a pretty good example mm-hmm. of just, like, you know, it's so hard when you're in the middle of something to kind of give thanks to God because you're all focused on, like, yourself and kind of what's going on around you, but, you know, there's kind of a, you know, there's a stigma around being saved in the whole Christian faith is that, like, people think, and wrongly so, that, like, as soon as you're saved, your life just is perfect after that. Right. Like, everything's smooth sailing, it's fine, it's beautiful, but that's, nothing could be further from the truth. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I feel like, you know, people kind of lose sight of that, and they kind of lose sight of... Okay, like, yeah, they'll thank God at the mountaintops, but they won't ask for help or they won't thank God when they're in the valleys. That, yeah. And so it's important to kind of just keep in mind that you should always be giving thanks no matter where you're at, no matter what circumstance you're in, mm-hmm. no matter, like, kind of what's happening around you, you should always give thanks. Yeah, like, uh, in the song, I say thanks for the things you're doing, even if you don't know that yet. I th- say thanks for the things you've done, I say thanks for the ways you're moving, and I say thanks before the battle's won. So while you're in the battle in the valley, you still give thanks to God. Um, and definitely, definitely, definitely challenging. And I just can't wrap my head like around how Job still stayed faithful to God during that time. That's crazy. Like, just just imagine for, I guess for today, um, for today's day and age, just imagine that you are homeless in the streets with no family, no phone, no clothes. Um, no one wants to talk to you. They all try to avoid you. Would you... And you're sick. And you're sick. And it's winter. So with all of that, life is going terribly, and just this has been how it's been for the past, like, two years. At that point in time, would you continue to praise and thank God for what he's doing? Like, genuine question. I don't know if I would. I don't know if I would either. That's really, that's like... I mean, it's so easy to be like, yeah, i totally do that. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're really honest with with yourself I feel like the answer is kind of clear it's not probably won't yeah so God I want to thank you for everything you're doing um thank you for all the battles you are fighting all of the ways you are moving and thank you for giving us the opportunity to thank you both in the good times and the bad times and I pray that Um, 
for the rest of our lives, whenever we feel discouraged or we're in a bad spot, that we remember to thank you for what you've done and what you will do. So then when we get back to the mountains, we can look back in the valleys and thank you for how you moved and worked through those battles. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen.